All right, we are ready. Ready to rock and roll. Ready to rock and roll. Look at Sherry, first one in the house. <laughs> Cindy, Keith. There's my buddy Keith. Julie. Uh, yes. Good morning, guys. My trapsters. <laughs> and good morning to you, Rebecca. Cheers. Azalute. Azalute. Oh, I am super excited to be here. It's a great day to be alive today. Isn't it a beautiful day to be alive? It is. Like, I get moaning groan when I have to get up, and then I'm like, oh. You're moaning and groaning? Moaning and groaning. <laughs> like Kevin Cronin. Cronin, baby. You knew that was coming. I know. I tried to stop because I always say it. You know, and some people might might wonder, like, what is, is this? He? Kevin Cronin, he keeps referencing. So Kevin Cronin is the guitar player to Ario Speedwagon, and and uh, it's a, it's an eighties thing. I don't yeah, know. Man. Remember Ario Speedwagon? Heck yeah, I used to love him. I'll tell you, there there are days I wish you know you and I had our show where we played music. I know. And because of the nature of this show and copyright infringements, uh, we are unable to play music on our show. That is. Uh, High One, level. two, three, go. We can play because I have permission from the artist. <laughs> yes, yes. So you know, it's funny because I was—I I think it was uh, Liz Longley, uh -huh. and and if their music is registered with ASCAP and BMI, uh, it, they have some type of system within YouTube. Yeah. I was interviewing Liz Longley, playing her video, and I received a warning <gasps> from Facebook saying. Strike one, you're playing copyrighted music, and I want to scream at the computer and go, but I'm interviewing the person who wrote the song. <laughs> you should have. But yeah, that's that's just the way it works, and uh, the day will come. The day will come where Facebook and YouTube have some type of an agreement with Spotify. Here's my prediction, is that they're going to form some type of a royalty payout with Spotify if it makes sense they would come back to people like us and say, hey, wake up to the vibe. For X amount of dollars a year, mm -hmm. you pay a royalty fee, right? and you could play music during your show. Right. And that's the day I'm waiting for because I, I want a music show so bad. I so know. Bad. I miss it. It's a lot of fun. Music gets your, get your mojo going. So, you know, right now we just play... Our own, that's our very own Wake Up to the Vibe, which is a, it's pretty badass. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, my God. You're getting naughty lately. I'm not getting naughty. <laughs> uh, good morning, Jamie Lewandowski and Tracy Pep, Bob Duffy. Good morning, Mary Kay. Mike Bentley's in the room. Good morning, Ray and Karen. And of course, King is in the room. King, King's our security guard. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I have to give him access to the room. Yeah, I know. Oh, man of <laughs> Oh my gosh! So here, let's gonna we're gonna move on with a couple things here because we have a special guest today. We're talking about love. 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 It's my anniversary today. It is. Yes. This show is dedicated to you. I'm telling you. Oh, how many years? <laughs> Well, we've been together almost 10, but three years married. Three years married. All right. Three down. Yep. 300 more to go. 
quarantine has done nothing. We're still in love. Well, that's that's what we're talking about today. I know, and I was going to bring it up when we were talking to the least, but I had to. Uh, well, we're, we're definitely bringing that up. Are you kidding me? Love under quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we have our moments. I like to fight sometimes. You like to fight sometimes? I like to argue. It gives me a little, you know. We get bored. I get bored. <laughs> what are you looking at me like that for? We like to fight sometimes. It kind of spices things yeah, up. Yeah, so. it up. And then you I, after. I agree. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that too. Hey, I'll no, talk about anything. <laughs> oh my gosh. So there's a couple things here. Friday, I want to remind everybody, Friday morning, wake up to the vibe. Ooh, Madison Vandenberg. It's Vandenberg or Vandenberg? Vandenberg. It's not Vandenberg's beach. Well, <laughs> Madison will be on the show. She's a one of She's the former runner-ups from American Idol, and uh, she has sparked to her that girl. Absolute sweetheart, mm -hmm. and uh, I'm excited about that. So that's happening on Friday. I want to remind everybody on Saturday at 6 p.m. Make a Wish is uh, hosting a. We're we're the MCs for a concert called Wish Fest. Mm -hmm. which is happening there in upstate New York. And we're going to be featuring uh, all kinds of bands and entertainment and special guests and, and uh, folks who have received a make a wish, a gift. So it's really cool stuff that's happening Saturday. We want you to please join us. We're going to, we're going to have a lot of fun. We're on our way to raise $15,000. I want to give a quick shout out to PNA. It's out of Amsterdam, New York upstate. Yeah. Um, they just joined us, and on Saturday, they're going to have a Make-A-Wish party, so it, you can go there. You have to wear a mask, of course, and you can donate, Oh, and, uh, and thank cool. you to King and Ziggy from PNA for doing this for us. And so they're going to they're gonna have us on their TV screen, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. <laughs> so thank you, PNA. We, we Last minute shout out. Make sure we give a shout-out on Saturday to them Oh, absolutely. Thank you for doing that. And also, before we bring on our guest, please, 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 please go to wakeuptothevibe.com, www.wakeuptothevibe.com, and sign up for our mailing list where you will be in an exclusive elite club to receive information that is not going to be found anywhere else on the internet. You'll get our weekly motivational, inspirational email and a chance to win a Wake Up To The Vibe t-shirt that will be for sale soon. But this oh, might be your secret. chance. Top secret stuff. Wakeuptothevibe.com. Real simple. You go there, you type in your email address, hit submit. And we promise not to abuse the email because I, I don't like that. I don't like I that either. Up, you know, we sign up for something and they hit you 200 times uh, a day. We're not doing that. So um, today, hold on. Let's rock and roll this show. Yes. And uh, we, we got a very special a very very special guest here on the show with us today so great this is Eileen. some exciting stuff uh, ladies and gentlemen i want to welcome today's relationship coach <laughs> and tomorrow's relationship coach as well um a lot of good stuff we're going to talk about today she has a double degree from washington university in st louis in psychology and Spanish. She has worked in brand research, business intelligence, and she will also teach you how to yoga and tango. Tango, tango. I want to learn how to tango. Please, here you go. 
<laughs> Please welcome Elise Dorset. How are you, Elise? Good morning. Good morning to you too. I'm so honored to be here. Thank you for We're having so me happy. on. And thank you. you for the energy you bring. I love it. Yes. And for music too. We are wake up to the vibe. That's what we do here. <laughs> it's early, but we try. <laughs> so I want to uh, remind our viewing audience or tell them for the first time, because I don't think I mentioned this, actually, you are in Zurich, Switzerland. Yes, mm -hmm. I'm in Zurich, Switzerland. I'm originally from Raleigh, North Carolina, and now Ooh. I'm in Zurich. Hey, Raleigh, North Carolina, upstate <laughs> New York. That's that's where I call home. So, uh, but you know, we were talking earlier how impressive it is the quality of the video and the audio and being able to connect. Right now, we have Raleigh, North Carolina, Johnstown, New York, and Zurich, Switzerland, live to all of the people in the room from all over the world. This is Amazing. awesome. Good it's stuff. absolutely incredible. It really is, and it's something we take advantage of. We can <laughs> just. Mm -hmm. acknowledge the the amazing technology that we can use it's so, so true. cool so cool mm -hmm. so so let's start here um you are a professional relationship coach and i say that because you're not just like coaching friends at the bar with a couple of beers <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute at least are you in a relationship I am married. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I, to ask, sorry. I am married. And I've also, you know, one of the things about my story, and I'll just be very upfront about this, is I've made all the relationship mistakes that you can make <laughs> before my marriage. And that's, I think that's what makes me a better coach because I do not, I'm a neutral party. I've heard it all. I've, you know, made so many mistakes that it helps me to empathize and I can understand where people are coming from. You know, I love that. I, I actually have said to my son many times, I can't tell you what to do, but I could tell you what not to do, uh -huh. <laughs> which is which is sometimes the better lesson. That's so true. <laughs> so, so a couple things here. I want to uh, tell all of our viewers in the room, as well as you, Elise, that today is Rebecca's anniversary. Yay. So what a, what a day. What a day to be talking about love. I know. <laughs> what can I fight about today? Yeah, she goes so like we can this. make up, Elise. Help me. <laughs> yeah, Elise, Elise, Rebecca, uh, in the beginning, before we brought you on the air, you know, we were talking about our guest today. And Rebecca goes, oh, my gosh, this is so great. She goes, Darren and I, we like to have a fight once in a while. We like <laughs> to have a fight once in a while. It's, I actually love that uh, mindset on it. And and because because conflict is part of relationship. <laughs> it's part of the cycle of our relationship. You actually can't have a productive, effective relationship unless you have healthy conflict. And okay. And conflict is can be something that actually creates intimacy and brings you closer. It's not something yes. to be afraid of. It's something to lean into mm -hmm. and to and to go there and to invite in, actually. Right. I, See, I'm, I'm onto this. I like this, Michelle. If you're in the room and you're watching, you and I, we're gonna we're gonna talk. Then we'll make up later. We're going to have a good fight tonight, <laughs> honey. <laughs> so, and it is true. It is true. I think sometimes, and I'll confess to this, because I'm not a big conflict person. I, I actually title myself sometimes as a runner. You know, yeah, you I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit of a runner. You know, I'm, I'm the guy. You're what? I'm a runner, too. You're a runner, Ooh, too. Yes, you know, I am. As soon as that conflict starts, I'm like, 
I'm, I'm, I'm exiting the room, the house. In the past, I've exited the relationship. So, mm-hmm. so what can we talk to that? I mean, it's kind of a random freestyle interview, and and we're just throwing sure. things out there. But is that common? Is, is that common? Yes. Are we us runners? Yes. There, so it's really interesting. I'm, I'm also a runner and it's, it's important to be aware of your conflict style. I was brought up in a family where there wasn't a lot of upfront conflict and North Carolina, polite society, right? So it's not, I, I grew up in a family where, you know, we just didn't fight and maybe there was some passive aggressivity sometimes, but my husband is Italian and his family fights straight up. They, they, it's so it's a different style and it's and I've had to really work on my presence during conflict because there's something really powerful about staying in it, listening to the person, feeling the feelings that you feel, the emotions, the anger, the shame, the confusion, whatever comes up for you, but not closing down the conversation because it gets uncomfortable or you're hearing something you don't want to hear, but really staying there. And for the person, that's my work that I'm always doing. And for my husband, someone like my husband, who's very uh, explosive during conflict, that's his tendency, gets angry. Uh, for him, it's you know softening and being present with his emotions and expressing himself in a in an effective and loving way, even when he gets angry like that. And that's our personal work. That when you're aware of your conflict style, you can then take action to to self correct a little bit. So your conflicts become productive instead of the opposite. And it's very common in relationships to have one partner who is more of the attacker and one person who's more of the withdrawer who wants to close down, shut down, avoid. And then the more that person avoids and shuts down, the more the other person goes for it and tries to get some kind of reaction. Wow. Wow. That, there you go. Wow. We, I don't want to say we summed it up because we didn't, there's so much to this, but that's, that's a great intro to this conversation. Oh yeah. Tell you that. I think one of the key things, right. Is, uh, even like if one person, you know, uh, has, uh, 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 use the term attacker where, you know, they want the argument they're, they're coming at you. Right. I think one of the key things is respect. Like you can argue all day long if you want, right? And, and especially if you enjoy it, right? Right, Rebecca. <laughs> I was going to say Rebecca. <laughs> Once in a while, but but I think the key thing is is that if you can always maintain that level of respect, you're going to come out of it stronger, closer, and deeper in love. But it's when yep. when you disrespect. I think that's the killer. Yeah. At least, at least I can only speak for myself. No, you're right. Uh, when it becomes disrespectful, it's like, yeah. It's yeah, really interesting you say that. Yeah. And that that makes me bring up something that I'm really passionate about, which is having a vision for your relationship. Because if you have, if you come up with uh, a vision together and your vision is centered on this theme of respect. You know, no matter what, I want to have a sense of respect for you. No matter what, I want to feel respected. And you understand what that means for you. You understand what that means for your partner, really, and your daily actions in your conflict. You have that set up front so you can connect to that even during difficult conversations, even during conflict. And um, 
Yeah, absolutely. The other one thing I want to say about conflict is that typically it's not actually about what you're fighting about. <laughs> right? There's probably something in the background that's irritating you. There's something in the background. And usually, so what I'm speaking to now is uh, an amazing researcher named Dr. Sue Johnson, who talks about, she talks about emo uh, attachment theory. And her theory on relationships is that it's all about emotional connection. Like we are wired as humans to need secure emotional attachments like we have with our parents when we're born. Mm -hmm. And when that attachment becomes, it, it, when it's threatened, we get really scared and we get triggered because it's in our DNA to need that. It keeps us safe. It keeps us alive. It honestly keeps us alive. It keeps our immune system up. It keeps our nervous system in, in, in balance. And so when we're fighting that, connection is threatened. And so really it's not whatever we're fighting about, whatever you're saying that's disrespectful. It's not really about that. It's about this feeling of fear that I feel mm. that we are going to lose this connection. That's so important. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's really something, you know, if you can only get people to think about that in the beginning of the argument, right. like some, and I think that's where it comes in where people start arguing with, I know I've, you know, Michelle and I had a conversation the other day. We found ourselves arguing when we were agreeing with each other. <laughs> it's like we're hyper agreeing right now. But yet we're, we're all tense and we're all like anxious. And it's like, wow. I agree with you so much. <laughs> you are so right. Let's go make up. <laughs> Shut out the light. Let's go make up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh no it's so true it um, really is one of the things that that you and i uh discussed uh last month when we first met uh you had made mention of creating a relationship vision right can you explain to our viewing audience what that means and and you know where do you start with that because i like that like create your relationship vision yes Absolutely. I, like mm -hmm. oh, I, I absolutely love this conversation because I think that living with vision in general is so powerful. And it's, you know, if you think about uh, your business, you have a vision for where you're going. You have mm -hmm. goals to, to get there. So you have kind of a, a, a pyramid where you have a broad vision then you have goals and you have daily actions that you take to reach your vision. Well, I don't think it's so common in relationships to think that way. And we, we get into a daily routine where things are kind of status quo. They just are where they are and you roll with the punches and you just kind of let it flow and whatever happens, happens. What a vision does is it helps you to be really intentional about who you're being in the relationship and the relationship that you are actively creating every day because your relationship is a creation. It's not something, it's just like love. You know, love yeah. is something you create in your life. It's not something that happens to you that you get lucky and you find. It's something that you create through acts of love. And so your vision, and it's going to be, I think, you know, we all have some things in common that we want to experience. We all want to experience love. We all want to experience emotional connection. We always, we all want to be respected in our relationships, but everyone has a little bit of a different definition for what that means based on our experiences and based on our needs and based on our triggers. We all have triggers. We all have wounds that are going to be rubbed in relationship. And so your vision is going to address your particular needs, 
your particular love languages. That's another tool that I love. Um, are y'all familiar with the love languages? Yeah, I actually, there's a book that I, I, mm -hmm. I, I'm only like a quarter of the way through and I bought it two years ago. Oh boy. <laughs> no, it's but there are, there's several different love languages and it's knowing, you know, your love language, knowing your partner's love language and being mm -hmm. able to speak to it. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. And that can be part of your vision. Like my love language is words of affirmation. And knowing that helps me a lot because that's not my husband's love language at all. And, but he knows that it's part of my vision to be acknowledged through his words. Like I need that to feel loved and I can be intentional about giving him the chance to love me in that way. Just like he gives me the chance to love him through quality time and acts of service, which are his love languages. Oh. And when we're intentional about that, then we can make sure that we're actually creating it. And so you have your vision, you can work on it with your partner, you can dive into what these words that are broad words, right? Respect, you know, what does mm -hmm. respect mean? What does that really mean to you? Have a conversation about that. When was the last time you felt disrespected? What happened? When was the last time you felt really respected and what happened? Uh, conversations like this to deepen your sense of vision for where you're going as a couple, and then set yourself goals, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. um, you know, maybe you want to make love more often. <laughs> I could yeah. be a goal. I, I <laughs> think I, that could be a goal. I think you need to write it down, put it on the refrigerator, put it on the bathroom <laughs> mirror, put it on the dresser. <laughs> it's hard with kids. Yeah. Make love yeah. more often. Goal number one. <laughs> I'm in trouble. <laughs> I'm in trouble, Chico. <laughs> we got kids all over the place. No, no Darren's in trouble. <laughs> but no, you are absolutely right. This no, right. is real. And how many times um, couples really don't set goals as in the goal of the couple? They might, you know, it's super important to say, hey, we're going on vacation the first week of August. So make sure, you know, we got everything done or, mm -hmm. yep, we're going to spend Thanksgiving with your family. And they're talking about the six months in advance. Right. But when do couples get together and talk about the goals? You know, you and I, I would love to accomplish this as in how it's going to help our relationship. And if we can set a goal and work towards it, it doesn't say we have to do this by next week, but you know, when we argue, the argument tends to be a little bit disrespectful or the argument tends to be, you know, you're attacking me and I'm shutting down. Let's set a goal that you will start to back down and I will start to open up. I'm, I'm, I don't want to say I'm making this up. I am not a psychology major. I am far, far from a relationship expert if there's one thing i've failed at so many times in my life that's probably one and i'm being transparent and honest right now can't help it, it's who i am i do have I'm a morning a, show haven't we all? <laughs> i mean you can't learn except through failing that's right that is true that is true you know um we talked about being uh, proactive in love mm -hmm. I, I love i love these terms Right. I just do too. In terms alone, if you could just put that on your mirror, be proactive in love. What does that mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, this can go along with the goals that you set for your relationship and how you show up. I loved how you said in conflict, you know, you can really set a goal for practicing being a certain way that you know is going to work for your relationship vision, just like you said. So for me, I can set a goal for practice being present during conflict. 
Don't run away. Don't, don't run. shut down. Oh my gosh. Stay there. Let it, whatever comes up, you know, create that space for those emotions, even when they're difficult. That's my practice and that's my goal in my relationship. Um, and let proactive- me, hold on. Let me rephrase that. Let me rephrase that. Not rephrase it. Let me repeat it. <laughs> practice being present during conflict. That I love is- it. So powerful. And maybe because that just like totally hit me. Not just being present in the room. Be present in the conversation. Be present in the solution. Be present in the goal of what you're trying. Be be present as in are you being respectful? Yeah. Be present with what you feel. Be present with what you feel because what makes you shut down or what makes you fire up is whatever emotion, whatever trigger is there. And when you start to recognize your trigger and say, okay, I'm, I'm getting really angry now, or okay, I have this urge to walk away, to close this conversation. When you study what that really is, you can overcome that. You can be with it. You can let mm-hmm. it be okay. And it triggers you less than. So you're true. hired. <laughs> you're hired. You. <laughs> you, you are good. You. <laughs> Uh, you know that is awesome right i know this is good stuff and this is what wake up to the vibe is all about is Mm -hmm. is trying to inspire people to reach higher be better and Mm -hmm. to live the life of love peace and happiness and is Mm -hmm. and i say this sincerely i'm not even like usually i'm joking around with the things that i say no no no. but but yes and you are helping us achieve that goal Um, oh yeah show up and be your best self was yeah. something that uh, you and I discussed. What is show up and be your best self? Okay. Well, first, I didn't even get to talk about proactive love. Oh, so I'm this, sorry. Can be, this can be part of it. This can be part of it. So, so I want to go back to the love languages really quick about proactive love because that there are so, I mean, there are infinite ways that you can be proactive in love. The mm-hmm. first, the first thing to know is to know that love is something you create. So you take responsibility for creating the love that you want to experience in your life. Love is the fruit of your labor. (laughs) It is not something that is just floating around that you can fish out of the air. So that's the first thing to really get. And then there are so many different tools for how you can practice it. But one of the most powerful tools and one of the easiest tools I found is the love languages. The love languages work so well. This is Dr. Gary Chapman's love languages. Mm -hmm. They work so well because they help you to be conscious and to be aware of your language. Like I'm speaking English right now. If we were, if you're speaking to me in Chinese, I would not understand you. You could be yelling at me in Chinese and I would not get it. And so many relationships break down because people are speaking different love languages and they're just not getting it. They're just not feeling loved. And I love um, the metaphor he uses. He uses a metaphor called the love tank. Each person has a love tank. It's either full or in the middle or empty. And you can tune in and, and ask yourself, okay, how loved am I feeling in my relationship? Is my love tank full or is it halfway or is it empty? And when you're getting empty, that's when you're getting to the feeling threatened in your relationship, like you're mm-hmm. emotionally threatened. And, um, and 
I love that too, because in the seven habits of highly effective people, I've got all my books right beside me. Oh yeah. With Stephen Covey. Um, he uses the, the emotional bank account and Dr. John Gottman uses the same metaphor. So this is something that's just, it works in, in order to help you understand your own uh, ability to give and receive love, your, your ability to expand your capacity for love, right? So the love languages, knowing your own and knowing your partners helps you to take active steps to fill up your partner's love tank and to make sure that your love tank is full. So if I'm conscious that I'm not feeling loved, I can request that when it's a good time for my partner that he do something to help me, to support me. Because we're here to support each other. We're here to love each other. And if something isn't feeling good and I'm aware of it, I can ask, I can, I can request. Wow. wow amazing. I'm, I'm, it, it is amazing. I'm sitting there going, yeah, it's like uh, somebody had said that to me once about spirituality and I'll never forget this. I was in the grocery store walking down the aisle, ran into my, my good friend, Steve Barnett. And he says, we got talking about faith and in, you know, in the grocery store, it must've been a Sunday morning or something. And he, you know, he's like, I'll never forget this. He says, Joe, faith is not like a gas tank where you only fill it up when it's empty. Mm -hmm. You need to keep your tank full mm -hmm. all the time yeah. and it will get you further down the road. Mm -hmm. And that's really kind of what you're saying. The love yeah. tank. I love that. That's this, I, I think that's a great name for a band. <laughs> love tanks. Love like, I just tank. love that term love tank. Oh man. My love tank is running empty. Like, <laughs> Help me out. Yeah. Help me out here, baby. My love tank is empty. I got to go wake up my husband. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I totally get what you're saying. And I think sometimes I, this probably has something to do with when people start to uh, consider having an affair or they just kind of get sucked into it some way or another is because their love tank is empty. Yes, it, that's exactly what's happening. They, they're not feeling connected. They're not feeling attached. They, their love tank is empty. And, when you become aware, uh, it's really powerful. Like when you become aware of how the love languages work, I'll give you an example. This is my favorite example. My husband's love language is quality time. What does that mean? He needs my full presence with him for a, a little while every day. It's not hard, but for before I knew that, I would be talking to him and washing the dishes or talking to him and, you know, walking around the house and watering the plants and cleaning and stuff. And he would say things to me like, like over the course of a few, he would say things like, we never see each other. You're always gone. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like we right. sleep together. We both work yeah. from home. Like we see each other all the time. But he was, that was a cry from him of like, Hey, my love tank is, uh, getting a little low here because I wasn't present with him. Right. People who have this love language need, need to feel like you're, they're the center of your universe Yeah. Just for five minutes, but they need your presence. They need you to listen to them, watch them, be with them. And I wasn't giving that to him and I didn't know. I was just unaware. Yeah. Yeah. And through studying this and through wanting to be intentional and wanting to create love, I discovered that. And now you know, 
the second yeah. he says that to me, I know exactly what to do, <laughs> but he well, doesn't say it so often. Great yeah, advice. Great and advice. you're being, um, you're being proactive mm-hmm. in a sense that if you take care of that need first, everything else is so much better. Oh, like, yeah, like true. probably getting a little too deep uh, on this for morning radio, but I'm going to say this. Making love is so much better when the love tank is full and your needs are being met, as in your emotions are being fulfilled, you're feeling loved, you're being listened to. When yep. all of those things fall into place, oh my gosh, everything else is just like, woo. Yeah. And when I need him to take out the trash or to help me with the laundry or something, he'll do it. Right. <laughs> no, I so just, you're like, you're like, honey. Honey, please. I took out the trash today. <laughs> this is just so I true. It's you, like I listened to you talk about bikes for for fifteen minutes. How can you take out the trash? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it. It's good it's stuff. Completely true, though. It really is. So, so can we touch on it? And I apologize because I jumped on it too early because I'm just like anxious to like get all I know. This out of you. And we can literally like so many interviews, including this one, we can go all day long. And I'm like, I want to hit all the bullets for our viewers. Let's give them the value. And this has been phenomenal. Uh, let's t- let's touch on the uh, show up as your best self. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh gosh, that is all about taking responsibility for your relationship. So we've, I've already been touching on it and just being intentional, mm-hmm. doing your own self-development work and not expecting anything of your partner. That's what it really what I want to say about that. It's the more you become the person who you truly want to be, you define that you are, you, you develop your self-awareness, you develop your capacity for growth and for learning about yourself, the better partner you'll be. And, you know, we talk a lot in our society, it's very independent society. And so people say, uh, you need to be, be strong and independent and you do in your relationship. So in tango, uh, you have two people who need to come together as a couple. And what's amazing is that tango works best when you have both people who are really balanced but then they come towards each other like this and then they can dance. So then they can twirl. And if somebody makes a wrong step and falls a little bit, the other partner's there. Right. But any, in any moment you as the dancer are responsible for finding your balance. Even if the other person is pushing you, even if they're a little bit off balance, Mm -hmm. you're always responsible for being your in, in your balance. Uh, and uh, and it's it's the same in relationships. So people like just watch how much you you want to blame the other person for things that happen in your life, or blame even. I mean, I catch myself saying this: "You make me feel," or "You make me so angry." You blah. Anytime you're saying that, that means you're not taking responsibility for what's happening inside you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, it's really powerful when you do that (laughs) because then the other person isn't responsible for, for making you happy or for anything you're responsible for, for creating your life, no matter what. So true. Well, I think it's important, right? Take ownership in your part, which which is showing up as your best self. If you can, you know, I think one of the things is uh, people struggle 
in relationships to apologize. Yes. Right. You know, it, it's, it's, it's a hard thing for people to say, look, I'm, I'm really sorry. I screwed up. I shouldn't have said that to you. I was being disrespectful. You don't deserve right. that. Right. And, and I think that's, uh, you know, obviously when someone's sincerely sorry, it's so much easier to forgive them and move on. Mm-hmm. It's like the, it's like the big pencil eraser, right? doesn't yeah. make it okay. It doesn't mean we're not going to talk about this, but man, if you're at, you fault, own it, you know, take mm-hmm. a little bit of ownership, right? Show up as your best self. Listen, be aware, awareness and communication, simple concepts to build a beautiful relationship, right? So true. So, so true. Simple to understand so hard in practice. <laughs> I know. So, you know, so let me ask you, you offer this service to, to couples. Can they come to you? And, and, and even in today's environment, I mean, you're in Zurich, Switzerland right now. The yes. quality of the audio and video is excellent. Like right yeah. now, if Rebecca was my wife and she was sitting there and we were arguing, you could coach her out of this. Sure, sure. <laughs> oh. Yeah. And, and one of the things that, um, you know, it, it's like, it's kind of like you said about the love tank or your spiritual tank. You know, what, what I love about coaching is it's for people who, know that they want something, they want to reach the next level, right? So maybe you're at a place where things are just kind of blah, and you know, there's something more for you, a coach can help you give you a a different perspective, uh, think, help you become aware of something that you weren't aware of before in yourself or in your partner, help you think through what to say, how to say how to be in a way that really works in your relationship to take it to the next level. Right? Yeah. What so so first I want to um I want for you to share your contact information however you want our viewers to contact you because I would love nothing more but to hear a success story come out of this show uh where they can contact you. Uh and then the next thing I want to do, so after you give your contact information, I want to do a challenge. We need to challenge the people in this group. You need to challenge me and challenge uh, Rebecca on how we can end this show and go to our relationships with something new. Uh, but let's upstairs. let's start with the <laughs> your walk going upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to know this. <laughs> I see Rebecca over there shutting. <laughs> I see her no. shutting her phone off. <laughs> It's already off. <laughs> well, let, let's <laughs> let's let's start with your contact information. If somebody wants yeah. to reach out to you and they want to work with you, whether it's one on one or as a couple, how can you help? My, I would yes, I would love to hear from your viewers, and I know that everyone's up to the challenge because coaching is also a challenge always. Um, and, and if you Google my name, Elise Dorset Relationship Coach, my website will come up. I'm on Facebook at Elise.Dorset. I'm on Instagram. I'm on LinkedIn. And it's all under my name, Elise Dorset. And Great. on my website, you'll find a, a link to schedule a complimentary session. So I always do a complimentary session just to get to know people and, mm-hmm. and, and understand if I'm uh, the right fit for their needs. So that's always available as well. I love it. I actually, you know, if and, and talk about being proactive, if couples would take this step and reach out to people like you, 
Now, don't wait f- until there's a problem. Do it now anyway. Yeah, make why it, not? make a, an investment. What the heck? You spent 120 bucks going out to dinner, having a few drinks, and then you went home and you argued because you had too many drinks. You're better off spending mm-hmm. <laughs> spending the money with someone like Elise, right? Right, and, and have dinner at home. Because guess what? That's a lot cheaper than a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you know what I mean? So, so really be proactive, set goals in your relationship, keep the love tank full. Yeah, (laughs) that's right. Yes. So now let's, let's challenge our viewers. What, what type of challenge can we put on the table to say, listen, because here's the thing, a lot of people in the room right now, you know, some, there are some that show up as couples, you know, they might be retired. Sandy and Bob, beautiful couple, right? They they watch our show all the time together. I absolutely love that. You know what oh. I mean? And but but for the majority of the people in the room, I imagine they're getting ready for work and they're on the run, but they're not sitting down with their partner watching Wake Up to the Vibe together, right? right. So let's challenge the viewers to to step up and and do one thing today to mm-hmm. to really help their relationship even if your relationship is amazing make it super amazing okay love it i have two ideas okay so everyone can pick one that resonates most with them the first challenge is to take the love languages quiz it's free it's on gary chapman five love languages.com five love languages.com and you can take the quiz, it takes five minutes, and you'll discover what your love language is. And then maybe you, your partner can take the quiz too. But start with taking the quiz and discovering that about yourself. I love Learn that. a little bit about your love language. That's a proactive step you can take. Another step, different, very different challenge, is to be aware over the next week of how often you want to blame your partner for something happening in your life. (laughs) Whether it's you getting angry or you tripping because they left something in the hallway or anything that you tend to want to push on somebody else and practice having humility and saying, I created this. I created this anger. I created this uncomfortable feeling. I'm responsible for this. I'm responsible yeah. for this decision, whatever it is. That's a that's a different challenge. I love love it. Love, I love love. It. Yeah, and follow that up with an apology. Yes. I, I'm 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 a big apology guy. I just yeah. I I offer them and I accept them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's the truth. I but but I have difficulty when one does not exist. From Mm -hmm. either person. When Mm -hmm. there is not an apology, both people can apologize on the same topic, you know, but it makes life so much easier. It really does. does. Yeah. We we started out this conversation talking about mistakes. (laughs) We all screw up. We We screw up. We sure do. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Elise, I can't thank you enough for joining us this morning. This was fantastic. I'm so glad. I'm so honored to be on, and I just love what y'all do. Thank you for having me. Come back. Yes, come Come back. back, I I actually think you should have your own show on Wake Up to the Vibe. Throwing that out there. Let you and I talk. I love this idea. I'm really excited about this. I I definitely want to talk to you afterward. Awesome. Awesome. Hey, you're waking up to the vibe. I want to thank you, Elise Dorsett, relationship coach. You have yourself 
a wonderful, beautiful day, and thank you for joining us today. We'll see you soon. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye now. Bye. Oh, I love her. Awesome. Awesome. Mm. Awesome. Yep. That's all I can say. That was good stuff. Completely. Wow. I want to end the show and just call Michelle up and say, look, honey, we're taking the day off today. <laughs> and we're not leaving the bedroom. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'll tell you what. It. It, it's good stuff. It really is. I, I just really, um, I love bringing this stuff to the table. I love being that type of show. Real. It's real. It is real. And this is the all new wake up to the vibe. That's right. It really is good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so a couple things here that, that mm-hmm. I want to talk about. Um, one, let's remind everybody Saturday, make a wish. Okay. Yep. It is uh, imperative that you show up and become a part of the broadcast Saturday at six o'clock. If you look up Wish Fest in the Facebook search field, you will mm-hmm. find the page. If we have you, it on our pages too. We're going to broadcast live <clears throat> two pages. It's going to go to Wish Fest as well as uh, Wake Up to the Vibe. And then we'll all share it on our personal watch, pages yeah, as watch, watch parties. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah. there'll be no dodging this show on a Saturday night. That's happening at six o'clock. It's going to be uh, fun. All, it's going to be a, a blast. Great cause. Great cause. The other thing I want to ask everybody, I've been doing some homework and I've been uh, working with my friend Eli on how to take the show to the next level. And, and one thing we talked about was the importance of our viewers sharing today's video mm-hmm. because the algorithm looks for certain things and, and it's to our benefit. So I'm reaching out to the viewing audience and I'm asking, can you share today's video, please? It's so important to us. Uh, we've come a long way. We're, we're at almost 1250 followers and I'm excited about that. Uh, and it's because of people uh, like you in our uh, viewing audience. So a uh, good morning, everybody. I want to say good morning to everyone out there. Kenny Ackerman. Hello. And Sandy. Yes. Is in the house. Oh guys, it is uh, 6 PM, not 6 AM on Saturday. Oh, did I, did I have, do I have 6 AM in the message there? I don't think so, but our friends are asking the vibers. Oh, okay. Yes. Well, that's makes sense. Cause we're wake up to the vibe, but it is 6 PM. Right. And, um, live thought, vibe is Saturday night. Yeah. it's good stuff so listen speaking of love happy anniversary to you rebecca and darren as well uh and we started this morning by chatting about a story about a woman who had a dream that somebody was uh robbing her house or something like that right yes this is gonna happen to me i know it (laughs) and and she (laughs) so she had a dream that and she was afraid they were gonna rob her two and a half carat diamond ring so she swallowed it (laughs) <laughs> and when she woke up, her ring was gone. She actually took it off while she oh, was yeah. sleeping. And sw- how do you swallow a diamond ring while you're sleeping? She must be like sleepwalking. Probably. Where she's not really sleeping. Maybe she took a Xanax or something. I don't know. Sleeping pill. I had a friend of mine who used to sleepwalk. He was actually, he woke up one morning. He was oh, actually gosh. sleepwalking, but he was, he was going to the bathroom in his dresser drawer. Yeah, his wife like was like, "What are you doing?" And he's like, "What do you mean? What am I doing? I'm going to the bathroom." He thought he was in the bathroom. 
That's oh, crazy no. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. oh my gosh that's when you know you've either had a rough night <laughs> or, or you need to go to a doctor <laughs> yes have a sleep study man <laughs> oh my gosh well hey so that about wraps it up we'll be back uh friday morning with um madison vandenberg runner up from american idol will also be a part of wish fest uh, but we're going to have her on Friday morning and get to know her a little bit. She's a sweetheart of a person mm-hmm. and an amazing. Uh, I remember Katy Perry uh, labeled her. No, wait, no, no. She was on. It wasn't Katy Perry. She was on American. Was it Idol. Oh, who oh was no, it? that was a voice. Oh, it, it was. Yeah, she was on American Idol and they, yeah. they called her the next Kelly Clarkson. I remember that. Yes. I remember who it was who said it, though. Anyway, it doesn't, doesn't matter here or there. But um, so it's all good. I want to thank everybody for joining us this morning. I hope you're liking the all new uh, Wake Up to the Vibe. We're alive, we're fresh, we're structured, we're organized. All share, kinds share, of- share. Share, 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 and keep your eyes open for some new shows coming up. I have four meetings today uh, with people who are launching their own video cast, and it will be under the Wake Up to the Vibe brand. So we'll have different shows at different times throughout the morning. Uh, which is exciting. Very exciting. We're streaming, baby. I We're know. Crushing it. I know. Crushing it. So make sure you spread the word, share the video, go to wakeuptothevibe.com and uh, sign up for our mailing list and we'll keep you posted on all this fun, exciting stuff. Sounds great. Hey, Rebecca. Bye, you better shut that phone off. Turn out the lights. Get <laughs> I was just going to say something that I don't know if I could actually say it. On the, we're not on the air. There's no FCC. No, I get in trouble. Get Bible sent to me. I won't say. <laughs> Have yourself a blessed day. Let your light shine and make sure you pay it bye forward. Bye-bye, Rebecca. Bye, everybody. Have yourself a wonderful day. Thanks for waking up to the vibe.